Hey, welcome to the Joel and Jonathan podcast where we talk about stuff that we think is interesting and we're certain you do too. We're certain. At least after we talk about it, you'll think it's interesting, hopefully. That's the goal. Yeah. Today's topic is something very near and dear to my heart. What is that? Uh, llamas. Llamas? I love llamas. The animal. The animal, yeah. Um, particularly, uh, you know, there, there's not just llamas. Uh huh. There's actually four kinds of different. I've been wondering about this. Yeah. Tell di- me about the four kinds. Well, I mean, how how in depth do you want to know to get it about llamas? Let's start. Let's start. Um, let's start kiddie pool depth. Okay. And so then we'll see how far we want to go. The first thing you need to understand is the word llama. The reason they think they got the name llama is because they from the word llama, which means flame in Spanish. But and they so, call. Llamar is to call, but a llama is a is also a flame. Uh huh. It's a flame. So. Um, the the Spaniards apparently they you know with their white coat so in the mountains it looked like there were flames. flaming yeah animals it looked like flaming Some animals up on the side of the hills sadistic man was setting llamas on fire that's just the way they looked with their poofy fur oh okay so you know llamas have a lot of fur but actually what you get most of the fur from is not a llama it's actually from an alpaca alpaca so there's four different kinds of in the llama species the llama that you think of like. Uh, what was that? What was that Disney? The Emperor's New The Emperor's Group. New Group. Yeah, that was, was a llama. That would have been probably a llama, like a, I think the scientific... That was a Peruvian. Yeah, the, yeah. Cusco was yeah. the name of the emperor. Yeah, so the, the, there's these four kinds of llamas that live out in the Andes. The one is the llama, the classic llama. The Andes down in Peru area. Andes in Which the you Peru. lived for a while. Chile, yeah. That's why so you have some authority house. in this. Man, in this. llamas walk by my door every day. Llamas. Yeah. yeah. I was going to make a Spanish joke, but it won't compute. So um, Unless you speak Spanish, in which case they would love it. Yeah, so these llamas siempre me estaban llamando. <laughs> the llamas are always llamando, which would be calling. <laughs> okay, anyway. Is that calling like a like a like a lover calls for his, his like I'm calling? I'm no, no, calling. No, they're, they're calling, they just want to hang out. Just calling. Okay. Yeah, just hanging out. <clears throat> uh, so there's these four kind of llamas. I gotta get back to this. So there's yes. the llama, there's the alpaca, which is where you actually get most of the fur from. They're the poofy fur they're ones. Poofy. They're the ones that look like But then fire. there's two other rare versions of the llama. But they're not that rare, but most people don't know about them. Is one is called the vicuña. 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 V-I-C. V with a V. Yeah, V-I-C-U-N-Y-A. It's actually on the Peruvian Escudo de Armas, the, the um, we call it thing. Escudo of the Somebody Escudo. said recently, if you can't think of a word in English, just go, I can't think of the word in how you say it in English, and it makes you sound smarter rather than that you just don't have a good memory. Yeah. Uh, but It's very endearing when you do that. People, yeah, 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 People just really will like you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of the word in the peasant tongue. Yeah, but. so the, uh, the, the um, it's actually on the Peruvian shield of arms, and uh, it's the Vicuña, and the, that's where it actually, uh, there actually has a very fine type of full, wool, and, but you can only shear the shore, shore it, shear it? Shear. I think shear is its principles. Yeah, every three years. So it's a very sought after. Shear three years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, it's on the Peruvian coat of arms. Also on the coat of arms is the um, cinchona tree. Are you familiar with that? No, I'm not. That's actually where quinine comes from. What's quinine? You ever drink tonic, tonic water? No. Tonic water is, it's... Uh, drink club soda. Tonic water is the bitter one. And so quinine is actually in it. It's the main ingredient. And also... Interesting fact. Quinine was a natural remedy to malaria. Huh. Yes. So anyways, that's the, the national, the national animal of Peru is Vicuña, and on there in the national tree of Vicuña is the cinchona tree. And then at the bottom, they've got a cornucopia. with. So wait, tree. are you saying if I get malaria, I can drink tonic water and I will be cured? Um, 
That I don't know. You would need to get a doctor's orders on that. I'm no doctor, but that sounds like that sounds like it's accurate. Maybe. Again, the show is all about conjecture. <laughs> but remember, I'll have to put a, a warning after this. If you contract malaria, do not, do take not tonic drink water. tonic and assume Consult the medical professional. <laughs> so anyways, they've got this vicuña. And then there's this fourth kind of llama called a guanaco. A guanaco. And the first time I saw a guanaco, and I didn't realize what I was... This is a great <laughs> intro to a story. The first time I saw a guanaco... The first time I saw a guanaco, I was in the Bolivian highlands on my way to a place called the Salar de Uyuni. And there are these up in the mountains. What is Salar de Uyuni? It's the Uyuni the, salt flat. It's the world's largest salt flat. Salar, not, so salar. not to leave. Yeah, Salir, Salar. Salar. A salar is a salt flat. And a salt Uyuni flat. is the largest one in the world. A salt flat being a salt water body that is dried up? Uh, it's actually what happens is any unused salt from the country of Bolivia, they actually <laughs> just... dump it out? They have a salt recycling program and they just... <laughs> But slowly over the years, through environmental mismanagement, it just got really salty. There. Really salty. There's so much salt. So Nothing much can salt. grow there. Um, yeah, it's interesting. They, I think I've heard NASA actually uses the salar to calibrate satellites. To just check where the location is? Yeah, because it's so is. flat and such a reflection when there's water on it. I actually have some cool pictures on my Facebook of, of when there's water. Isn't that those pictures where people are like walking on the water? Yeah. It's so like... If you've seen people walking on There was like a Chanel water, commercial recently where yep, she was walking it's on... It's the Salar de Uyuni. Fascinating. So it's a thin layer of water on the salt. Uh-huh. And anyways, up there in those highlands, there's these Wanakos. Interesting. So you could dip a cup, a rim of a cup, and, and make a margarita there. Oh, yeah. It'd be amazing. It's like the ultimate margarita factory. Yeah, and you get so much nutrition in your body. Yeah. It'd be crazy. You might die, actually. So know. much salt. Yes. So many minerals. But so anyways, I saw these Wanakos up there. So these these four kinds of llamas. There's the llama and what's... And, you know, at first when you see a, a paca that's got like, full of fur, you would think it's a sheep-type animal, but it's actually not. They're more related to camels. Camel? Yes. Specifically, the, uh, the you know, the two-humped camels? I think they're called Bactrian camels. Yeah. Yeah, they're called Bactrian. Uh-huh. Speaking of back, that makes me think of the word bacteria. You want to hear a crazy story? <laughs> yes, it's I do. The Bactrian camels. <laughs> when, when, Isra- when Emily and I went to Israel, there was mm-hmm. this lady on our trip, and... Who got bacteria? Yeah, so check this out. We noticed her one day kissing a camel. And the next day, her lips were all swollen up. And we had a doctor on, on our trip. And the doctor asked, what's going on? And, she, and apparently the lady, right before the trip, had gotten some sort of tattoo makeup. That's where you get, you get <laughs> the, Like the lip line tattoo. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And, and it, she kissed this camel and it got the, the camel's... I don't know why you would kiss a camel in the first place. They're disgusting animals. It makes for a great picture. You do it. Everything you do that's dumb is for Instagram. That's right. That's entirely it. So she takes. So it, anyways, it got this, her lips infected. The whole rest of the trip, her lips were infected with this camel bacteria. <laughs> anyways, back to the Bactrian camel. Her lips have never looked better. <laughs> they by never, way. They're very <laughs> super supple. Yes. If she survived, she may be dead. For all <laughs> oh. She wasn't. Uh, anyways, it was two teams merged. I don't know. Her. Oh, so she wasn't on your team. No, I thought you were going to say she no. wasn't important. Oh, I actually have had to put... Uh, no, every person's important. Mm-hmm. I've had to put... Uh, I don't care if you give them Christmas gifts or not. They're, they're still important. Uh, reference to previous... Reference well, to, to an upcoming episode, episode, or episode or a previous yeah. episode. Wherever we decide to air that episode, <laughs> it's a reference to that episode. Yes. Christmas. Look for it. Uh, so anyways, they're related to these Bactrian camels, which I think is interesting. Um... Because you would think they're related to a uh, to sheep because they're so poopy. I'm going to be honest. 
I haven't thought anything about this topic. Really? And yeah. here I am rambling about it. You're assuming so much about me right now that is just not true. Well, let's start from the beginning. What comes to mind when you think of llamas? To be honest, I think of the Emperor's New Groove, and that's it. Like that's the extent of my thought. Like I, that's such a one-sided way to look at llamas, bro. I know it's probably it's probably a little bit ignorant on my part. It is. It's one-sided. It might be maybe a little prejudiced. Yeah. I'm, and I apologize for that. I'm gonna go on record today and apologize for my atrocious attitude toward llamas. Let it be known. All llamas, Jonathan is apologizing for not getting in your hooves. <laughs> actually, here's another interesting thing. Uh-huh. They don't actually have. Uh, I think they don't. Ha- they don't actually have hooves. What do they have? They have two-toed feet. Two-toed feet. Yes. So it's not. They don't actually have hooves. So, like in uh, in Jewish dietary restrictions, you could eat them. That, see, now that's an interesting thing because it says that anything that doesn't have the split hooves is what they can eat. To be honest, I've not boned up on my kosher law recently. Well, I can't eat pigs. Can't eat pigs, which is, is a not... But if it's... I mean, they're not... If they don't eat hooves, well, it doesn't matter. Well, I know they can eat camels. And so camels... They can and, eat horses, probably, right? I don't think you can eat... I don't know. Again, it's purely conjecture, but I'm certain they can't eat camels. But can they eat llamas? Based on conjecture, well, so you So if the llamas and camels are connected, I don't think they should be eating llamas. Llamas? Llamas. Which, interesting, they do eat alpaca in Peru. Yeah. Well, I mean, people eat pigs, and that's not kosher. Yeah. So that's not necessarily a thing yeah. that's going to eliminate. Anything. No, no, but yeah, so it's just one. Yeah, I guess it doesn't count. In. Well, so this is all interesting. But you were telling me the other day that there's a certain type of llama rel- relative uh-huh. that only grows fur in the wild. That's the vicuña. Yeah, but you didn't tell me. You didn't, you didn't mention that in this podcast. And oh, I, yeah. I thought that was fascinating. You said if you're wanting to get fur from them, they can't be in captivity because they won't grow wool. Yeah. So if you ever see a naked vicuña, you know what's going on. You need to report it. They're probably up to no good. And naked Bakunia making trouble in the neighborhood. <laughs> well, tell me more about llamas. Well, that was if that was the uh, the kiddie pool um, version. What's well, what's that the, wasn't the kiddie pool. I just oh, thought you we just, just, you just in. touched base. Uh, yeah. Oh, that was that was everything you have about yeah. llamas. Did you ever come and visit us in Peru? I don't think you. did. I didn't. I know. You need to come down not. there because they there's llamas everywhere. They they they're mostly used for pack. For pack animals. In fact, llamas are, are almost all domesticated. You don't usually see them in the wild. You only see guanacos. Even alpacas are mostly domesticated. You only see guanacos and... Um, I guess uh, that's like cows. Like, when do you ever see a cow in the wild? Domesticated. Yeah, wild cows. I mean, the thing about cows is if you if you see one that's not owned by someone, you pretty much just take it. Or that's kill it true. and cook it. That's true. Man, I can't tell you how many take cows I've taken for that reason. <laughs> So, I mean, it would make sense that if, if they're generally useful animals that don't require a lot of training, yeah. you would just take them. Yeah, that's true. Whereas horses have to be broken. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cows are a lot more... The thing with llamas is they're, they're kind of like camels in the way that they're, they're kind of nasty little animals. Like, they'll spit at you. You've heard that camels will spit I've at heard, you, right? Yeah. yeah. That's why I was wondering about that girl who kissed the, the, the camel. Yeah, that's just a bizarre whole thing. I, I don't... I, I've researched that, and I don't know what she was thinking. 
I'm I'm a hundred percent sure it was an Instagram picture. Okay, you're probably every right. dumb thing I've ever done in my life is to get a good Instagram picture. Speaking of Instagram pictures, you know what's funny is people in in Cusco have figured out that people love pictures of these indigenous people with their their uh, with a llama. So they'll walk around Cusco, downtown Cusco, Peru, with a llama in their indigenous dress and a lamb, like it's like the classic picture. A lamb, a little baby lamb in their arms. A lamb and a Everybody's like, oh my goodness, a person in their natural environment. I'm like, no. Even though no one actually lives like that anymore. There's maybe some people way out in the mountains, but these people have figured out. I mean, I've seen this lady in her Maserati. It's like, <laughs> Are you serious? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> but she's figured out that people love the tourists. So you'll take a picture of them, and then they'll be like, yo, you got to give me some money. So Like I think, when you take a picture with that guy dressed as Spider-Man in Times Square. Exactly. He's not just a mentally little guy just walking around in Spider-Man costume. No, he's it's money. monetary value, yeah. Yeah, I actually was watching this documentary recently uh, where they were talking about the mafia of centurion guards at the Roman Colosseum. How there's this, like, mafia underground, like, thing, this crime family, whatever, that owns the spots where you can get pictures with the guards at the Roman Colosseum. So if someone comes in, tries to, like, get on the territory... They get like threatened and chased off, which Whoa. is pretty interesting. I thought that was a pretty fascinating thing. And there's this one guy that like runs it all and he controls the Coliseum and he controls like these tours of like all of the like landmarks in, in Italy, um, in Rome specifically, I guess. Uh, it's the, fascinating. The dark underbelly of tourism. Underbelly of tourism. I wonder if there's like an alpaca mafia. I bet there is. That's, what I'm, that's where I was getting, going with that is I bet there's probably some Peruvian who dominates the whole thing. He runs the whole the whole market. It's probably some white guy, some gringo. This guy was an Italian guy, which was the Italian. Yeah. So I'm I'm imagining the guy who runs the Peruvian mafia. Again, if this podcast is all conjecture, I'm going to name him Facundo. Facundo. And he runs the Peruvian no, a great guy named Facundo. Really? Be careful with that. Yeah. No, I'm not hating on the name. Juan. I just think that'd be a great name. Why don't you call him Juan? Juan? Juan. Tu? Juan. Eh? So, yeah. <laughs> was it you that said it groans as good as a laugh? Yeah, that was in our humor podcast. Yeah. Groan, well, no, that was uh, that was Thor. Uh, Thor? Thor Ramsey, that's right. Thor Ramsey. It groans as good as a laugh. Yeah. Man, this guy's getting all sorts of call-outs in her. We love podcast. you, Thor. If you're listening. If you're listening, leave a comment. <laughs> I'm not sure what we can get from you, but we really, we love you. <laughs> Speaking of Thor, uh, no, that actually, that's another that's another topic. Are you talking about the movie you want to watch? No, I don't, I don't really... Are you going to watch the movie? Oh, yeah, there's a new one, isn't there? Yeah, we should probably prioritize this podcast to come out since so it's relevant. Yeah. Well, r- llamas are always relevant. Llamas never go out of style. Llamas are... What do you call those posts online that are just kind of evergreen? Evergreen. Posts? Llamas are evergreen. Perennials. The perennial. The perennial... The perennial llama. The perennial llama. The perennial guide to llamas. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I don't know if this has been an interesting episode. I think we might need to review it. It's certainly been our shortest episode. But I think we're out of stuff to say about llamas. Do you have anything left on your on your heart to get out about these creatures? Man, I just I really thought we could have talked about llamas for a longer time. We're talking about it for like 15 minutes, which is probably more than most people would expect you could talk about llamas. Hmm. We should have done more show prep. As opposed to our none. As opposed to the normal amount, which is none. <laughs> well, are there any books that you think people should read about llamas um, before we go? Um, I have a feeling you read a book about llamas. Well, 
Actually, the only thing that comes to mind is a, a book called The Bridge of San Luis. It's actually a, I think it was a play called The Bridge of San Luis Rey. Uh-huh. Um, I think it was Thornton Wilder. There was well, a movie about it. Right now. I'm looking it up right now. I can't remember if it was Thornton Wilder that wrote it. There's a movie about it. It's incredibly boring. But um, <laughs> So you're rec- recommending it? It is. It was, it was Thornton Wilder's second novel, and it's about a bridge. A bridge, and, and there's, there's llamas in that. What happens? What are they like? There's, are a, mysterious, there's a mysterious murder. And, um, are the llamas involved? Well, I can't ruin the book for you. Oh, okay, well, I was just wondering if there was like a backdrop to the to the movie, or if there was like one of those. There uh, is a drop, a deadly drop. Ooh. Well, the, I was wondering if it was one of those. Uh, which Star Wars movie was it, where he, he gets inside the tauntaun or whatever the the he cuts open an animal and he gets in for the warmth. Oh yeah, those that, do that look like really llamas. What yeah. Are those things? Uh, the tauntauns or whatever. Is that what they are? I think that's what they are. I wonder if a llama... Llamas had to be involved in uh, Lucas's thought process for some of those beasts in there. Because a lot of them look like... I think, too, about Chewie. Chewie's got kind of a llama-esque look. I must have not seen many llamas that look like Chewie. There are brown that. llamas. <laughs> there are. Okay. Yeah, that, that's another thing. Llamas aren't just white. <laughs> Now I feel very uncomfortable. I feel like we're taking this somewhere that I don't want to take it. Well, they're not, though. No, I mean, I never okay. see you. You got us an alpaca um, blanket that was gray, and I assumed it wasn't. Some of those died, died though. though. Oh. That's, now, that's another thing. There's, there's a, a uh, dare I say, black market for stuff that they claim is alpaca that's actually not. It's wool. Wool. Yeah. Which wool comes from? Sheep. I thought cotton came. No, cotton comes from cotton. Cotton comes from plants. That's yeah. plant based. I don't know why. Well, you know, I had a teacher in, in middle school that every time he was asking you a question and you would start off saying, well, he would just yell out mohair. <laughs> it was the most annoying thing and I didn't get it for probably six months until I finally realized what I'm saying. Well, it sounds like wool oh. and he's saying mohair. That's pretty funny. It's not funny at all. Because <laughs> as a middle schooler, I'm just like, you're so frustrating. Mr. Williams, if you're listening, oh, give us a comment. That would be a full, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, if... Uh, I think it's time to wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. I, I really, I hope this has been informing to you. It's been a not having a one-sided view of llamas, recognizing that there are more than just one kind of llama. There are, let's review, llamas, alpacas, vicuñas, and Guanacos. Guanacos. Guanacos and Vicuñas are in the wild. Well, it's been real. Low hair. Llama. <laughs>